Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. Travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. I'm indeed the savvy traveler. I'm Rudy Maxa, and you're joining the country's most widely syndicated radio travel show. Well... What a weekend. What a weekend. Uh, if you're listening live on Saturday morning, you probably already know that Paul Ryan, the Republican congressman from Wisconsin's 1st Congressional District, was picked by um, Mitt Romney to be his running mate. Um, if you were with me today at the St. Paul, Minnesota Farmer's Market, just outside my door, outside the world headquarters here of Rudy Max's World in downtown St. Paul, Minnesota, you know that the corn, the tomatoes, uh, the basil, the uh, mint, uh, the squash, the muskmelons, they're all right at their prime, right at their peak right now. It's a gorgeous day here. I hope it's a gorgeous day where you are. Did you know the average traveler spends close to 40 minutes looking at three to four websites when shopping for an airline ticket? Well, that's what the folks at Orbitz tell me. Together, we're going to learn a whole lot more about travel this hour as we talk with a maritime security expert who says just because you're aboard a fabulous cruise ship, don't leave your good judgment at home. This hour, we're going to talk about crime aboard cruise ships, and it's not just the crew who is sometimes guilty of theft or rape or child molestation. Yes, all true. Our guest is going to tell us that passengers, too, book tickets with the express purpose of doing evil. Then the author of a new book called Attention All Passengers, William McGee, says a proliferation of fees and aggressive cost-cutting doesn't necessarily mean airlines are paying more attention to maintenance and safety. Now, Lest you think from those first two guests, this is an anti-travel show, let me assure you, I love to travel, I live to travel, and I use this show to encourage you to travel, whether far from home, in your own hometown, even in your mind. How do you travel in your mind? Well, read a great book set in an exotic locale, or see a movie set in interesting places. I saw the Bourne Protocol, whatever it is, the new, the new Bourne movie last night. It's set all over the place, from South Korea to Manila to uh, um, European... European Mountains. It's a gorgeously shot show. I don't know how great a movie it is, but the scenes are certainly beautiful. Um, and in terms of having uh, uh, talking about cruise ships and maintenance on airplanes, I really want you to travel safely and wisely. So these are important topics we bring up here regularly on Rudy Max's, Rudy Max's World. Oh, I also want you to have an enjoyable trip, which brings up another of my guests this hour. Yale researcher Esther Kim conducted research that will tell you how to keep strangers from sitting next to you on public transportation. There's a weird topic. I know. It sounds weird. Kim spent three years traveling thousands of miles across the U.S. on U.S. bus systems to compile her findings. We're going to talk to her later this hour. I'll have a few deals of the week toward the end of the hour as well, but let's start with a quick look at this week's news and travel. Well, every once in a while, an airline's computer system has a hiccup, or more commonly, an employee mistypes a fare when entering it into a computer. That happened this week to the Israeli airline El Al, when thousands of lucky customers picked up round-trip fares between New York City and Israel for less than $400. Normal fare is about $900 more than that. For two hours on Monday, travelers eagerly snapped up those unreal fares, including a Brooklyn resident who said he and about 20 other family members are going to be spending Thanksgiving in Israel thanks to that low airfare. El Al executives, to their credit, after discovering the mistake about two hours into it, decided they'd honor all the tickets purchased on the fares as posted, which is not something all airlines do. The airline said the mistake was made by an unnamed outside contractor. I bet they know the name. 
I say hats off to El Al for doing the right thing. And while we're on the subject of Israel, the country's prime minister this week announced plans to build a high-speed rail link between Tel Aviv and the coastal city of Beersheba in the southern Negev desert. Well, while the country has no high-speed rail right now, construction actually is ongoing to link Tel Aviv on the Mediterranean coast with inland Jerusalem. It'll be a big deal for Israel. It'll cut traveling time between Israel's most, two most important cities from 90 minutes to just over 30 minutes. Service is scheduled to begin in 2017. And more high-speed tracks for both passenger and cargo trains are on the boards in Israel. Commuters in New York City soon will be able to tap into Wi-Fi service on commuter trains, at least by the end of this year. Cablevision, the cable company, says it's working on a deal with New Jersey Transit, the Metropolitan Transportation Authority, and Metro North that would make it the first U.S. Uh, system, U.S. cable system, to offer Wi-Fi on trains. If only Don Draper were around to take advantage of this. Well, the Olympics are coming to a close this weekend. I found that America was divided into folks who couldn't get enough of the games, a lot of those, and some folks who paid no attention. And one man who paid close attention is our man in London, Vic Garvey. He's a former NBC TV exec who planned the logistics for the, N- the network's coverage of about a dozen Olympics before he retired to consult with Fortune 500 companies. Vic has joined us the past two weekends to give us a traveler's eye look at the games, and he just returned from London Friday. Welcome home, Vic. Hey, the traveling with Jalpo. How are you today? Are you in L.A. or New York? Where are we reaching you today? I am in New York City. I came in on the last flight from London last night. All the flights on uh, from my friends from BA and American Airlines and the other airlines have told me that uh, everybody is uh, is now moving to get out of town. All the flights uh, yesterday and today and tomorrow are solidly booked to the United States. All right, let me ask you to give a grade. Pretend you're a teacher here. Give me a grade on some categories for the Olympics. Let's start number one. What kind of grade do you give London for mass transportation or moving people to and from the Olympics? From a 1 to a 10, i got to give it a 7.5. Okay. Uh, how about the friendliness of the locals? I'm going to give it a 7. Really? I've heard such great reports on radio and TV that might brought it closer to 9. Why, why not a t- 9 or a 10? Well, because there are a lot of people who were a little complaining about the locals not getting to see the games. There's a little hesitancy on that. But I have to tell you, Rudy, at the Olympic Park and around the different venues, the volunteers have been fantastic. They have been great. They've been overly helpful. They've overstaffed. They took a line from Sydney in the year 2000 when the games were there, and they, they put a lot of young, attractive people out there. They put a lot of people, retired people, who, who knew their way around, and they did an excellent job on that. So I give it, I give it a seven uh, on that side. There are some people who are around the city who are a little, little grumpy, but overall, uh, it's a huge success. All right. How about uh, what grade would you give the cost and the quality of food and drink at the Olympic venue? At the Olympic venue, I would give that a 6.8. Okay. And the reason I say that is because what they did, and you probably know this um, already, and, and, and some of your listeners may know this, when they designed the Olympic Stadium, they took all the venues uh, uh, at the Olympic Park and the Olympic Stadium, and they took the, the food venues and the food areas, and they put that outside. So people who are watching the, uh, the events, the swimming, the diving, let's say, or at the track and field, they have to go out and then get their food outside and bring it back in. So that's, that, that took a lot of time for a lot of people, and quite frankly, it was a little bit of a, a disconcerting effort uh, for a lot of the viewers. 
Okay, well, you have about 20 seconds left, Vic. I know ratings started very strong. Did they build during the week or flatten out or go down for television in the United States? They, flat, they flattened out uh, in the United States, but overall it is um, hugely successful. NBC is very happy. I was with a lot of the NBC executives, and they're very happy about it. And the BBC people are out of their minds because it's the largest watched event in the history of the BBC. Hey, great. Welcome home, Vic Carvey. Nice to talk to you, and thanks for reporting for us for the last three, couple of shows. Thank you. We'll be right back next to talk about crime on cruise. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. I'm happy to bring you the next chapter in a fun contest series sponsored by our friends at Travel Guard. After a lifetime of waiting, Kenneth and Kim had their retirement trip to Italy at last. On their final day in Rome, their guide brought fountain and told him the legend. With your back to the fountain, toss coins in the pond. Toss one and you'll return to Rome. Toss two, you'll fall in love. Toss three, you'll fall in love with Rome. For the rest of the story and a chance to win a Kindle, visit TravelGuard.com slash stories. TravelGuard is a worldwide leader in travel insurance and assistance. Come discover the hottest restaurant and nightlife scene in the Mediterranean. Explore recently unearthed treasures of antiquity in a land steeped in history. Shop until you drop in markets both new and old, designer and vintage. Go adventuring by foot, bike, surfboard, or ski, and sample some of the finest wines on earth. Each year, more and more Americans are discovering the unexpected pleasures and the vacations of a lifetime in Israel. To learn more, visit GoIsrael.com or go to RudyMaxa.com. There's a little bit of Israel in all of us. Come find the Israel in you. Today, my journey to help save people money on car insurance has got me reflecting a bit. You know, about all the places I've been so far, all the nice folks I've met, and all the money Geico saved them. I mean, if I had a dollar for every time I saved somebody money on car insurance, I could retire tomorrow. But then, I'd have to stop my journey across America. I'd never get to visit Collinsville, Illinois, and see the world's largest bottle of ketchup. Well, there's no way I'm going to miss that. For a free rate quote, visit GEICO.com to see how much you could save. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Do you or someone you know have an overseas trip coming up? Perhaps a college student preparing to study abroad or someone planning a honeymoon or trip of a lifetime. Why not get a feel for the place by ordering one of my DVDs? From Paris to Hong Kong, Tokyo to Tuscany, I've made more than 80 shows on the world's great destinations. Knowing a bit about the history, culture, people, and cuisine of a city or region beforehand can enrich any trip. Just click on store at www.maxa.tv to sample my DVDs. That's maxa.tv, and check out the new Blu-rays as well. To join Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. Segment of Rudy Maxa's World is brought to you by our friends at Travel Guard. It's a chartist company and a worldwide leader in travel insurance. TravelGuard provides products and services to millions of travelers around the globe, helping leisure and business travelers alike solve problems and manage risks. Right now, if you visit TravelGuard.com forward slash stories, you can read the newest stories in a series of true travel tales and be eligible for a chance to win a new Kindle. Every year, TravelGuard receives thousands of stories from its travelers about their experiences. And in this latest one, a couple celebrates their retirement with a trip to Italy. Upon learning about the legend of the Trevi Fountain, their trip takes an unpredictable turn. You can find out the true ending to the story and earn a chance to win that Kindle by going to TravelGuard.com forward slash stories. You know, cruise ships have, well, cruise ships have certainly been in the news the last year. No thanks to uh, 
uh, well, n- not in the way they would like to, thanks to the Costa Concordia uh, disaster and a couple of ships uh, sort of losing power out at sea. But there's another general overall question about cruise ships. We think of cruise ships, when we think of them positively, as fabulous places where you leave your cares and worries at home and you have the run of the place. You're not in an environment where theoretically there's anybody wanting to do ill to you. But my next guest is named Randy Jakes. That's spelled G-A-K-Q-U-E-S, by the way. It's an interesting spelling. Randall Jakes is a maritime safety consultant based in Florida, and he has a wide experience in what can go wrong on a ship. Randy, it's nice to have you on the show. Thank you. Well, thank you for inviting me. And by the way, it's J-A-Q-U-E-S. We took the C out. Did I, I put a C in there? <laughs> That's okay. I, I'm staring right at your name on my guest sheet here, and I still put the C in. J-A-Q-U-E-S. You're, sorry. Thanks I guess you spend your, your whole life doing this, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, just overall, if something happens, let's say someone is robbed aboard a ship or worse, murdered or raped, um, and, and they're out in the middle of the Caribbean or the Atlantic Ocean. Who do you turn to? Who has authority over crimes on the seas? Well, there's, there's really nobody to turn to other than the security officer and the safety officer on the ship. I mean, they're the only ones that are going to be there for you, and the ship's command is responsible for you when you're out there. What about when you get back to dock, to harbor? We have the new Cruise Ship uh, Security and Safety Act that uh, Congress enacted last year. Um, the FBI is supposed to intervene when there's heinous crimes at sea. Uh, they do that. Um, but the problem is, is you're st- it, it's like I said, you're still out there at sea in the middle of nowhere. And I'd say probably about 75 to 80 percent of these cases, unless they involve homicide, um, are, are not prosecuted. Boy, that is an interesting statistic. All right, you have testified in cases involving lawsuits um, after a crime has been committed while someone's been on a cruise ship. You've heard dozens of stories, if not hundreds of stories. What kind of crimes are common on ships? And uh, I'll, I'll foreshadow part of your answer by I was going to ask you who does them. And I, of course, always think of the crew. But when we talked about you coming in the show, you mentioned let's not forget there are passengers who actually buy tickets to go on ships to do evil, Right. Right, exactly. That's the problem is, is that we have found, we being the professionals in the business with, you know, customs, immigration, uh, shipboard personnel, law enforcement, um, directors of security have found that there's at least one career criminal perpetrator that boards a vessel each week, uh, you know, right here in the state of Florida from Port Canaveral, uh, Jacksonville, Tampa, Miami, Port Everglades, um, you, you can do the numbers and do the math. Um, it's, it's a significant amount. And what are they looking to do, generally? Well, these career criminals have usually one thing in mind, and that's sexual assault. That's the primary uh, circumstances involving crimes that we have happen on the ships. And when they do these, they, they come on board with the expectation that they have date rape drugs that they've purchased on land. Um, they collaborate with other... Uh, conspirators, you know, with one thing in mind, and that's to accost females when they get on board the ship. And they don't care how they do it because they know they're out in the middle of international waters, then they can get away with it. I find this incredible. I mean, you, you say this, uh, that this happens every week. Is that is that exaggeration? Well, it, it's kind of like this. I mean, when I say it happens on a weekly basis, these are the, the unknown. It could go from anything to uh, approaching females to the attempt. We don't know anything about the attempts that fail then there's the actual sexual assault that occurs. 
then there's the ones that are reported as to the ones that aren't reported because typically we found that, you know, and I'm an ex-sexual assault detective, that females do not like to report this kind of, of uh, assault that's happened to them. And, you know, rightfully, I understand that. But it's that when they're out at sea, they also feel doubly affected because they're there on vacation with their family and they don't want to ruin their family's trip and they don't know who to report it to. It's not like calling the Miami-Dade Police Department and having a unit respond. Right. Um, are there bad guys among crew members? There's bad guys amongst crew members. There certainly are. And these guys, and, and I'm saying these guys because it's men, um, I have yet to find a woman perpetrator yet uh, as a crew member, um, they, they come from 57 to 60 different nationalities. They, they have an upbringing that's totally different from what you and I experience as children. Um, and I'm not saying all the countries. I'm saying that there are a significant amount of countries that where they treat women uh, like they're objects, and they feel that these American women and women from the U.K. and Canada coming on board the ship come on board for sex, and they're going to get it from them their own way. That's one part of the, of the perpetrator. The other one is, is the actual deviant that's on board the ship that will do anything. He'll get a... a uh, a lock key card to go into the room actually accost the juvenile or the adult female um, when she's alone in the cabin. Oh, my guess, if you just tuned in, is Randall Jake. He is a, Randy Jake is a maritime safety consultant based in Florida. He has wide police experience as well as working uh, on cases involving crimes aboard ships, and that's exactly what we're talking about. Okay, so obviously the lesson I'm drawing from what you've said so far, Randy, is you know, exercise caution when you're on your ship. Don't uh, on a ship. Don't leave that at home. Say, well, I'm on vacation and everything here. This is Perfectville. What specifically should should adults, parents, kids? What should they be looking for just to have a safe cruise? And, and first of all, let me say too that you know, I, I worked aboard ships. I sail aboard ships with my family. It's a wonderful way to take a vacation. I don't want to be the dark angel and uh, the and the, show you the dark side of everything. But it's, it's there. And when you take a vacation like this shipboard, you've got to remember one thing. You went on board as a family. You checked in as a family. You stay together as a family. Nobody goes anywhere alone. That's just the way it is. You have to follow those rules because every single crime that I've investigated shipboard involves a female that has gone off on her own thinking she was safe when they're the perpetrators watching her go off on her own. And she doesn't know that. She thinks that it's just a, a normal day and that she can do anything she wants. So that's my, that's my advice to everybody. You got on board the ship together, you stay together. And it sounds like if you have a child, I mean, if they're a teenager and you're in the dining room, you don't tell your 13-year-old daughter to run down to the cabin and get that purse you forgot or your sunglasses. That's exactly true. Nobody runs anywhere alone down to the cabin. You know, this is where they're accosted by... Um, other passengers that are intoxicated, passengers that have been, you know, stalking them on the ship or just happen to run into them and say, oh, hey, here's an opportunity and I'm going to take advantage of it. And, hey, it's okay. What are they going to do to me? What should you do if you are on a ship, you're not, you're not in port, uh, what should you do if you're a victim of a crime immediately? Oh, immediately report it to the ship's command. You know, go to the hotel front desk and talk to the guest services manager. Talk to somebody in authority. You know, don't remember, question authority. I'm retired military. I say it again, question authority. <laughs> Try and get to the answer, the right answer you need from the right person on who is going to help you and that they're going to take a report and they're going to investigate this particular crime. So don't let them just give you a sidestep answer.
and don't be treated badly either. I've seen cruise lines make people sign documents saying that, uh, you know, you will never do this again. This was your fault. You shouldn't have done that. You'll never say that again. Exactly. So, you know, again, don't sign any documents, you know, and ask to see the management. Go see the hotel front desk manager uh, Go and ask to see the security officer, not an assistant. And if that doesn't work, say you want to see the staff captain, you know. And, and what do you do when you get him. to land? When you get to land, immediately report it to the authorities. Documentation. You have to document it. So as soon as you get to land, there's police officers working in the terminal. Report it to Homeland Security and report it to whatever jurisdiction that you're in, whether it be Brevard County Sheriff's Department or it's uh, uh, Miami-Dade Police Department, wherever you are, California, San Diego. This is eye-opening advice and very helpful, Randy Jake, a maritime safety consultant. I thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Good luck in calm seas. Thank you, and you too. Sail, sail safely. Bye. All right. You have, been, you have been warned. It's good advice, and frankly, until this, today, this is uh, the first time I've thought about some of this in this regard, that not only uh, might there be somebody who slipped onto the crew with a criminal record, but one of your fellow passengers may be there and may be uh, in a position to uh, harm you or your loved ones. So do exercise caution. As Randy says, don't not take a cruise because of this. Just be careful. When we come back, we're going to talk about, well, whether all the taxes and fees that have been added onto airline tickets are leading to more safe airspace. Air, air William McGee says no. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Hey, folks, how will you get home if a riot or natural disaster happens while traveling? If you're like me, you'll have membership with On Call International. On the phone is the company's CEO, Mike Kelly. Mike, tell us about this coverage. On Call International's deluxe membership includes all the great benefits of our annual membership, but also covers emergency evacuation due to earthquakes, volcanoes, political riots, military coups, and more. Folks, save 30% off your membership today with the code RMAXA30 at OnCallInternational.com. Today my journey to help save people money on car insurance has got me reflecting a bit. You know, about all the places I've been so far, all the nice folks I've met, and all the money Geico saved them. I mean, if I had a dollar for every time I saved somebody money on car insurance, I could retire tomorrow. But then I'd have to stop my journey across America. I'd never get to visit Collinsville, Illinois, and see the world's largest bottle of ketchup. Well, there's no way I'm going to miss that. For a free rate quote, visit GEICO.com to see how much you could save. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. This segment of the program is brought to you by the good folks at On Call International. We all know that sometimes the unexpected happens while traveling. And if and when it does, you can protect yourself with a reasonably priced annual membership from On Call International. The company provides the best assistance you'll need during an unforeseen medical or travel emergency, even a situation such as social or political unrest in the place you're visiting. From unexpected illnesses to life-threatening accidents, delayed luggage or legal woes, On Call International gives you the help you'll need to return home or get back to enjoying your trip. More info at OnCallInternational.com or log on to the radio show website, RudyMaxa.com, and scroll down on that homepage and look under Sponsors. 
I already know that we're going to have to have my next guest on again because he covers so much in his new book just published by Harper called Attention All Passengers. The subtitle is The Airline's Dangerous Descent and How to Reclaim Our Skies. William J. McKee is the author of the book. He has a long history with commercial aviation. He's a former He's a travel journalist. He was a former editor of Consumer Reports Travel Letter, an excellent new travel letter. It was an excellent newsletter published by Consumer Reports. Uh, he served on the Future of Aviation Advisory Committee uh, as appointed by the U.S. Secretary of uh, uh, Transportation. He's written for a whole slew of great publications, and I want to stop doing his bio so we can get to the subject. Uh, Bill McKee, thank you for joining us for de- today. Thanks very much, Rudy. I appreciate it. This is a very thorough and very well-researched look at the commercial airline industry uh, in the world, but primarily in the United States right now. And you pinpoint a number of problems. As I said, we may have to have you, we will have you back to talk about some of the others. But let's start with one that, that first attracted me to your, your book, which is this um, cavalcade of fees and charges that airlines have been adding on that have been actually putting them back into the black. Uh, at the same time that they're cutting back on flights and so on, one might assume from that that, well, let's see, they're making money now. So uh, repairs and maintenance is uh, must be in good shape and if 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 anything getting getting better and then i read this week about american airlines facing a 162 million dollar fine for maintenance lapses over the last few years what's your take on this well what concerns me is that whenever you talk to passengers about you know what uh, what annoys them about the airline industry and, and these days unfortunately this it's a long list you know fees always comes out number one i mean i i hear it all the time i'm sure you do as well uh, particularly fees for checking baggage. But my real concern in writing this book was, was the, the cost-cutting that we don't see. And uh, at one point, the working title for the book was A Mad Race to the Bottom, referencing that, that cost-cutting. And I think, you know, we see it uh, with maintenance and maintenance outsourcing more so than with anything else. But it's, it's a topic that I think most passengers are not aware of. For our listeners, and uh, please explain what maintenance outsourcing means in the airline business. Sure. Well, you know, there's always been outsourcing to an extent. That is that um, traditionally most airlines in the United States, certainly the major airlines, performed most of their their maintenance, what the uh, industry calls heavy maintenance, the major stuff. They did it in-house with their own licensed mechanics. Now, in a very short uh, amount of time, just in the last 10 years, we've seen a dramatic upsurge in, in outsourcing. Right now, in fact, every airline in the country, uh, with the exception of American, ironically, is uh, is outsourcing most of its maintenance, sometimes in the United States, often outside in developing nations, in El Salvador, China, Singapore, Mexico. Um, and the biggest concern of all is that uh, the, the FAA inspectors that I speak to, and I spoke to dozens and dozens of frontline inspectors, uh, they're telling me that they just can't get to the places where the work is being done and we don't have the same level of oversight. The danger, of course, is they're not doing the work by the book. They're not doing it well. They maybe are not using um, approved certified parts for the airplanes. So is it possible to generalize, uh, a generalized bill um, in El Salvador, in the Philippines, where some of this heavy maintenance is done, major, major work on airlines to keep them in top shape? How many times an FAA inspector visits someplace like that? I mean, is it every week? Is it three times a year? It's sometimes it's it's several it's it's once every several years in fact. Oh my goodness! Um, it's been documented, and I have it documented in the book. There've been there've been government uh, uh, probes into this, and there've been congressional hearings on this. It's a type of issue that doesn't hasn't seemed to to gather much steam in the media, but um, the fact is we've seen uh, we've seen. Uh, 
facilities overseas that haven't been inspected for two or three years. Uh, in many cases, the outsourcers are outsourcing, so you have two and three levels of outsourcing. Uh, but again, you know what we've what we've seen is a dramatic change in how we've always done business. Now, of course, you know we we know that we have a very safe commercial aviation system in this country. But my concern in writing this book is that you know there's a lot of resting on laurels, quite frankly, and and, and there's a lot of sort of pointing to the record in and of itself without acknowledging that we're, we're doing things much differently than we ever have. You know, we uh, planes are flying full now. I often say, you know, to see an empty middle seat, you've got to go to the, you know, uh, the Smithsonian. Um, are airlines taking on too much? Are there too many people flying, given the number of staff and they have? I think so. In fact, you know, it, it sort of ties into to my background. You know, I used to work in airline flight operations. I'm an FAA licensed dispatcher, and one of my responsibilities was, you know, determining when when load loads were too heavy on, on flights, when flights need to, needed to be split up over two flights, when you needed to, to run extra sections. You know, we had load factors in the United States that always averaged for decades and decades since World War II uh, about 60%. So basically six out of ten seats were, were filled. Now in recent years, just in the last five years or so, uh, we've, we've topped out over 80%. It's at 82% now. Uh, system-wide. Of course, 82% average means that an awful lot of flights are at 100%. And, and the experts in transportation policy that I spoke to for the book, they explained to me that, you know, systems, are, transportation systems are designed for everything going really well, with no problems with weather and maintenance and all the rest of it, air traffic control. Bill, so Bill, happens now, Bill, I'm going to have yes. to stop you. Will you come back with us next week? We've got to continue this conversation. Absolutely. All right, we're going to do, this is Bill McKee. His book is called Attention All Passengers. I'll tell you more about it when we come back. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Today, my journey to help save people money on car insurance has got me reflecting a bit. You know, about all the places I've been so far, all the nice folks I've met, and all the money Geico saved them. I mean, if I had a dollar for every time I saved somebody money on car insurance, I could retire tomorrow. But then I'd have to stop my journey across America. I'd never get to visit Collinsville, Illinois, and see the world's largest bottle of ketchup. But there's no way I'm going to miss that. For a free rate quote, visit Geico.com to see how much you could save. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. If you're the mother of a child with behavior problems, I'd like to talk to you. My name is Janet Lehman. I'm a behavioral therapist and a mom. I know what it's like when the child you love becomes a defiant, out-of-control child who disrespects you. That's why my husband James and I created the Total Transformation, the program that tens of thousands of moms are now using to turn around their child's behavior. If you've heard about the Total Transformation and wondered if it will work for you, now you can try it for free. I'm willing to give away a thousand programs today for free. All you need to do is get the program and let us know how it works for you. We'll let you keep it for free. I know the total transformation works because I used these techniques with my own son and with troubled kids for over 30 years. Let me prove to you that it works by giving you the program for free. Call now. 1-800-586-1440. 1-800-586-1440. That's 1-800-586-1440. Folks, you remember why it's so crucial to have access to travel assistance on every trip, right? Well, if you're like me, you have OnCall International. On the line is the company's CEO, Mike Kelly. Mike, why is membership with OnCall International so important? Rudy, 
Oncol International is a trusted leader in emergency evacuations. We offer medical evacuation to the hospital of your choice. We cover any trip beyond 50 miles from home, and we offer plans to fit every budget or need. Save 30% off your membership today with the code MAXA30 at OncallInternational.com. Does your furnace need repair, your house need cleaning, or maybe you're ready to update your kitchen or bath? Big or small, whatever your home improvement need, now it's easy to find the right home pro for your project. Take it from me, Rudy Maxa, and log on to homebuild411.servicemagic.com. Service Magic is a free online resource with instant access to top-rated remodelers, maids, handymen, painters, and many other contractors in your area. Just go to homebuild411.servicemagic.com. Service Magic has a network of licensed and insured contractors in hundreds of home improvement categories. If you need a painter, electrician, plumber, architect, or any other home service, then you need to visit homebuild411.servicemagic.com today. It's easy, it's free, and it's a source to find neighbor-recommended contractors. Now you can hire a pre-screened home pro with confidence. Go to homebuild411.servicemagic.com. It's quick, it's free, and there's no obligation. Visit homebuild411.servicemagic.com or Rudy maxa.com and click on sponsors for more info. Got a question or comment? Need advice? Jump on board now by calling the show at 800-387-8025 or visit the show anytime at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. You know, we, uh, I had to cut Bill McGee off, which I hate to do. Um, he is the author of this new book called Attention All Passengers, subtitled The Airline's Dangerous Descent and How to Reclaim Our Skies. Um, and I'm going to ask him to come back on next week. We'll have him on for a longer segment, for the 10-minute segment, around uh, 13 minutes after the hour, because this book is rich with stories and with uh, important issues you ought to know about, including the uh, environmental pr- footprint of airlines and... Uh, uh, an out-of-control pricing and fee structure, the risk of injury for lap children. We'll talk about all those things next week, but let me tell you, attention all passengers, the airline's dangerous descent and how to reclaim our skies. Um, any luck with Esther? I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I think we've got Esther Kim coming up. Uh, Esther's a graduate student in sociology at Yale University, and she did a study called Strangers on a Bus which reveals the lengths that commuters will go to avoid each other. Esther Kim, welcome to Rudy Max's World. Nice to have you on. Hi. <laughs> it's evening in Beijing. Uh, thank you for joining us this weekend here on Rudy Max's World. How, how did it occur to you to do this study, to find out how people move about and, and, and act in, uh, on public transportation to try to get that seat to remain empty next to them? Um, the study actually sprang out of my dissertation research, and it was um, it was on undocumented immigrants. And actually, one of the main informants was telling me that he was taking the Greyhound bus across country in order to um, relocate for a new job. And I just meant to follow up on him. And so, when I took the bus initially, it was just to kind of follow up on this one informant. And then I just found the place to be really interesting. And at first, I didn't really see anything um, interesting going on. I didn't think there was much happening. But later, as I was looking through my notes, I realized that there was indeed a lot of things that were happening. What were some of those things that were happening? And let me say, as you're telling us what's happening, it can also be tips to listeners who don't want someone to sit next to them. How do people uh, strategically situate themselves to sort of get more space uh, at the very least? 
Um, I don't by any means uh, want to give tips on how to avoid others, <laughs> especially as a sociologist studying um, the social world. Um, but what I did notice that people would do, and, uh, and I highlight in my original article that it's, um, part of it is to avoid dangerous, potential danger. And so in these cases, um, I would imagine that it's perfectly understandable that some people want to avoid others. So some of the things that I observed are um, trying to keep the seat next to you as if it's already taken, um, putting things on it, um, not only just one or two things like your backpack, but sometimes just spreading things around so that it just is very cumbersome for someone to ask, can you please remove all 10 items off the seat? <laughs> or um, <laughs> um, some of the people even mentioned that um, they have this kind of blank, crazy stare so that they look like a potential dangerous person. And uh, people are very creative with what they do to um, avoid people from taking that empty seat next to you. And there's other body language, isn't there? Yeah, there is a lot of body language going on. Um, in other cases where people want to invite you, so there's another section where I talk about um, now when they know that there is a long queue and the bus will be full, um, one of the passengers, the passenger with an empty seat next to them, they have to strategically decide who they want um, ah. someone to sit next to them and they'll choose the most quote-unquote normal person <laughs> and there's other body languages to kind of invite one of the people that you want to sit next to you for example if you're sitting next to the window then you might um, you might point your knees towards the window kind of emptying that seat next to you out so that uh, someone that you find to be quote-unquote normal can sit next in that seat this must have been very interesting to research yeah, I mean, well, it was interesting now that a lot of people are interested in it, but when I was on the bus alone and, you know, going through the middle of nowhere in America, it wasn't that interesting. But you, you had a notepad and you just watched people's body movement and so on? Oh, so I had to be strategic with that, too, because I wanted to be as naturalistic as possible. So um, right. there were people who would write in their journal. So sometimes I would just, like, pull out my journal book as well and just kind of take notes. Or um, some of the, the buses nowadays have Internet. Um, they also have those plug-ins um, where you can charge your cell phone. So I would text notes to myself or, you know, write myself emails and things like that. Other people were writing emails and, and texting, so I did the same thing. Esther Kim is a graduate student in sociology at Yale University. Is there a link where we can read your paper, Esther? Yeah, it's... Uh, don't it's don't tell me now. Don't, we're going to put... We'll post it for our listeners, okay? Okay. Hey, Thank Esther, you. thanks for joining us from Beijing. Take care. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages. This segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by Service Magic. Now you can hire pre-screened home pros with confidence for repairs, remodeling, plumbing needs, maid services, and so much more. Visit www.homebuild411.servicemagic.com. That's homebuild411.servicemagic.com. 
you know, this is one of those hours where I want to have 20 minutes with every single one of our guests. You, you've probably heard them getting they're cut off just before the commercial break by me. But I, 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 I mean, let me, you know, let's start with William McGee, the author of Attention All Passengers. We just started getting into the surface of uh, the condition of the U.S. commercial aviation industry these days. And Randy Jake, the maritime uh, Jake, the maritime safety consultant, was fascinating. I could have gone on and on with him. And Esther Kim, how, how, how people try to protect their space on public transportation. Uh, she did that study as a graduate student of sociology at Yale University. Um, I wanted to hear more about that. Every one of our guests I wanted to keep talking to. But we got to keep moving on. Um, let me... Uh, uh, just tell you, I'm going to ask uh, Bill McGee to come back on uh, the show next week and continue this conversation about some subjects we didn't talk about or we didn't have time to talk about. Um, we're going to put on uh, uh, my Facebook fan page a link to Esther Kim's study of uh, <laughs> that resulted from her riding bus after bus across the United States and noticing people's body language um, and and other techniques, piling 10 things on the seat next to him to keep people from sitting next to them. It's called Strangers on a Bus. Um, now, I, I understand there's a uh, charge for that study, but if this happens to uh, fall into your professional bailiwick or you're just really curious about it, you'll find that link. Here's the deal. If you go to Facebook and you type in Rudy Maxi, you're going to see two. You're going to see one just Rudy Maxa. That's a personal page that I don't pay a lot of attention to. The other is Rudy Maxa-TV show. I know it's a radio show. I know this. I say this every week, but I have to for new listeners. Um, there was no category for Rudy Maxa radio show when I si started a Facebook at, on a Facebook fan page. So go to Rudy Maxa-TV show, and uh, Anna or I are going to put up um, a link to Esther Kim's paper called Strangers on a Bus, so you can read it if uh, if you really would like to know more about it, as I would. Okay, uh, let's see. Last segment of the hour, that means it's time for Deals of the Week. That means Jeff hits the cash register. Yeah. There you go. All right, we got a lot of deals this week. We're going to do this hour and next hour. Uh, there's a new luxury resort in Vail, Colorado, and it's inviting you to come ski this winter, stay in a two-bedroom in Dan Residence, Enjoy a complimentary stay for, and enjoy, here's the deal, enjoy a complimentary stay for the same number of nights next summer. So, I mean, I don't know if you've ever been to a Colorado ski resort in the summer. It is fabulous. I mean, it, Aspen, Vale, all these places are so lush, great hiking, great cool nights with a fire going, warm, warm, dry, warm, baking heat days. So here's the deal. The resort is called the Solaris Vale. S-O-L-A-R-S, Solaris Vale. It just opened last winter. It uh, is comprised of 79 residences. So you're going to get a two-bedroom and den residence, so you might want to take the kids or take another uh, couple of friends if you'd like and stay, stay as many nights as you want this winter, go skiing or just enjoy winter sports, and you'll get the same number of nights free for the summer. It's like two for one, two different seasons for the price of one. Uh, it's a pretty fancy place. Uh, Chef Nobu Matsuhisa has a restaurant there of Nobu fame. Uh, the resort also has a private spa, a fitness center, what is described as a luxurious movie theater, a trendy bowling alley. That's I put trendy in quotes. That's what their press release says. They also have complimentary ski valet. If you don't know what that is, well, that means when you come back to the resort, they'll take your skis and boots and put them somewhere and get them dry and warm. And a bunch of other perks. SolarisVale.com is the website. SolarisVale.com. Now, Travel Zoo this week, TravelZoo.com is a great source for deals. This week, they advertise a slew of London hotels offering deep discounts after the Olympics leave London. 
For example, there's a room in a 19th century Victorian house, or rooms in a 19th century Victorian house, for $130 a night, a 60% savings. They don't list the names here. You'll have to go deeper into it. Uh, a modern Knightsbridge Hotel, that's right near Harrods, for $130 a night, also 60% off. A Regent's Park Hotel with breakfast and dinner for two, $233 a night, or 50% off. There are other things, too, that aren't necessarily hotel rooms. Afternoon tea and champagne for two at the Hilton London Tower Bridge for $52, regularly $121. A River Thames sightseeing tour for $16 instead of the regular fare of $29. Uh, a luxury Moroccan spa day for two, including treatments for $154, regularly $309, 50% off. Uh, so go to TravelZoo.com. Now I'll give you a word of warning. TravelZoo deals go very fast, and these were posted a little earlier this week, so I can't promise every one of these is available, but check it out if you've wanted to go to London and save some money. I also noticed on TravelZoo the San Diego Sheraton Hotel and Marina is uh, offering rooms at $98 a night for about 10 days in August and September, 6 days in October, 5 in November, and all of December from the 6th through the 31st. I guess that's when business travel and conventions shut down. So check out those deals of the week, particularly at Travel Zoo. And uh, Solaris.Vale, excuse me, SolarisVale.com is that luxury resort in Vale that will give you the same number of nights in the summer as you take in the winter. Okay. We're coming to the end of the hour. If your station is leaving us this hour, I bid you farewell, and I hope you'll join us again next weekend right here for more Rudy Max's World and more Travel Talk. If your station's staying with us, as most of our more than 150 stations do, I'm delighted to say we've got another great big hour coming up. We're going to talk with our hotel guy about Michael Matthews, about four ways to avoid paying retail for a hotel room. Uh, we're going to talk about a class action suit on behalf of Silver Flyers on United who say they're getting cut out of some of their perks. Got a big menu coming up. You can check me out on the on Facebook. When you go to Rudy Maxa-TV show on Facebook, hit the like button, will you? Trying to get up to 2,000 likes. I think we're about 140 away or so. Join me at Rudy Maxa-TV show on Facebook. Meanwhile, we're going to take about a six-minute break for some news and messages. We'll be right back here in Rudy Maxa's world for stations who are staying with us. Don't go away. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, and as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.